The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Okay, great. So, um, my name is Bruni Davila. Some of you know me already, and um, some of you maybe is the first time here today. Um, I've been practicing at IMC for several years, and um, today I'm here to support Andrea Fela, who is in retreat. So um, I want to uh, talk to you today about going into the fire, going into the fire and um, explore how we are supported by our practice and by the paramis because Andrea has been uh, talking about the paramis in the past weeks and um, it's been kind of that, that kind of time of going into the fire for me in the past weeks. So I've been um, listening to her talks, and, and that was the, the inspiration for tonight. And as I was thinking about um, how to talk about this with you guys, I dropped the question, how, how to do it? How to, how to talk about going into these difficult places or how to show up for those difficult moments and, and be fully present. Um, really meeting that experience. Um, So I dropped the question in the mind. I like, okay, what's, what's the topic? What's the topic for Thursday? Stay there. Nothing was coming up. And, and then um, yesterday, um, this short phrase came up. Trust this. That was the phrase. Trust this. And I'm like, okay, trust this. What is this? What is, you know, what is this? What is it? And I started exploring that question as, actually, I was doing the question. I was looking at it as um, showing up and, and doing the practice being mindful, being aware of my breathing, being aware of my thoughts. And something was not clicking. But I'm like, it's part of the unpleasant experience, you know, this is what is showing up. And this morning, I was um, having uh, my coffee in the morning, early in the morning. And I was holding this cup of coffee and out of the blue it was just beautiful 
there was the answer. Just as I was tasting a sip of coffee. It was incredible. It was beautiful. Simple. The, the beauty of it was the simplicity of the moment. Um, so the taste of that sip of coffee got magnified. It was like, this is a great cup of coffee. This is a great, is the temperature, how it felt, the cup in my hands, you know, how, um, how it tasted, how it went down my throat. And in that moment, I understood what, what was the meaning of that, what, what is it? What trust that moment and, and what, what is this? So what is this? Um, it's an invitation. It's an invitation to, to, to explore and investigate and, and be present for our experience in a given moment. And when I'm talking about what that question of what is it, it's not so much about labeling the experience. It's about receiving what is showing up in your body as sensations. Is receiving what is showing up in that moment of contact. What is the experience in terms of a, the feeling tone? If it's pleasant, is not pleasant, or neither, you know? What is it? Is, is the thought that came up and what a great cup of coffee. And then it just went away. What is it? It's the attitude of the mind, the attitude of having an open mind at that moment to receive whatever shows up. So, um, receiving that experience, being fully present for that very moment, um, then I, I realize, yes, it's, this is the trusting. This is the, the trusting of, of, of showing up. So, in terms of showing up for those situations of, you know, being being present in, you know, those difficult situations. Um, how does that play out, you know? Um, is it the same, the same way in which, you know, we trust, you know, the same way I trusted that moment of, oh, what a great cup of coffee being here, fully present for those moments of difficulties? How, how does that play out? Um, so through an open mind and through our practice, 
So with mindfulness, we can, we can show up and be there, being fully present um, in any way we can. And really start seeing and, and cultivating and nourishing the a sense of faith and confidence that it's okay. That it's okay to be present in that moment. That there's nothing else. That everything that one needs is right there in that moment to live, you know, our lives. Um, I want to um, read to you something from uh, Blanche Hartman, who passed a few weeks ago. Um, she was the abbess um, of the Zen Center, San Francisco Zen Center. She says, you must, you must approach everything with beginner's mind, with an open mind, the mind that is questioning and looking and listening and hearing, and seeing and feeling, and smelling without prejudgment, excuse me, without preconception, without fixed views. Open, ready to see what is right here. Open, ready to see what is this. And ready to let it flower, ready to let it bloom in the world. When I first had Sasan instruction, she says, Dining Kataguri Roshi said, We seek to settle the self on the self and let the flower of the life force bloom. Thus, intimacy to settle the self on the self. Then this Buddha can bloom in all of its particularity as you being totally you. As you being totally you. Suzuki Roshi used to say, when you're you, Zen is Zen. But what is this? What is this? Will the authentic you please come forward and bloom? How will we open up this authentic you in the midst of all the fixed views that we carry about? We just have to notice them and let them go and let them go and let them go arising and passing, and be present for those moments. So, in answering that question, and being present for our direct experience, then we are present for also seeing what it is that we carry in terms of our views, our opinions, our beliefs. 
and what do we bring to our relationships and how we relate to others. So going into the fire usually involves some type of interaction with other people and then involves this this self, this selfing that happens, you know. And that sometimes when we're in the midst of the fire, when we're in the midst of our complaints or our suffering, and maybe, you know, sometimes we get lost, you know. Um, it's, It's important to recognize it, to honor it. You know, so that then we can, we can really see how, how to hold it and how to relate to others. Um, I, um, I had a, an in, in exchange of opinions with um, several people at work. That's been the fire for me in these past days. And I was very grateful that I had the practice. That, that at that point, it was something that I was able to say, okay, it's not only that I'm doing the practice, but that, that it showed up naturally to be present and to really going back into my breathing. So mindfulness, going into the fire, those moments in which you go back to the cushion no matter what. You go back to the cushion even thinking, why am I doing this? You know, or can I really stay on the cushion? You know, even though you're my like she said that, and I said this, and she's not right, and I'm right, and, you know, all the comparing mind, and so many, so many Brunis, you know, arising and passing, you know, the the righteous one, or the poor one, or the good one, all these different ones, all different personalities. So um, that is when the paramis come handy. When the paramis, these perfections that may be qualities that, you know, usually if, if we would not have a practice, we may say, yeah, we, we develop these qualities in you know, as we mature, as we evolve, as, you know, patience, yes. Or um, generosity or loving kindness. Or, but when these qualities are developed with, you know, compassion and with an aspiration of being free from suffering, then they, and they become part of our spiritual path, then they become the paramis. And patience, I want to talk about patience because it's the one that has been so present 
so present for me um, lately. Um, Kanti. Kanti is the Pali word for patience. And um, we may also refer to it in other ways. We may, we may say, I accept, I accept the situation. Therefore, yes, I'm, there may be some patience here. So, yes, I'm patient. Uh, acceptance. Um, could also be referring to when we talk about endurance or um, forbearance or forgiveness. And I'm, I would say also that, you know, patience may come into play, may come handy also, not only for these difficult situations, I have seen, I, I've been in, into the fire in pleasant situations. You know, there have been some situations where I'm like, oh, yes, I want to go for that. And, you know, it, it requires patience to have restraint. Restraint with intention of um, non-harming. You know, to be... Really, really attentive to your intention. Really, really attentive to what it is that I want to create here. So patience. Um, patience um, assists us in letting others be. In letting others be. How come? Well, I'm not going to um, let another be, letting others be. Sometimes we may want something from someone and we may not get it, right? Or we may want to hear something and we may not hear it. So, um, with patience, there's a kind acceptance in really accepting this person how this person really is, in really honoring the process, in really um, respecting, respecting um, how that co-creation is, is presented, happens. Um, there are different ways in which uh, patients can strengthen mindfulness. And one, one of uh, those ways could be... Uh, Perseverance. Perseverance in cultivating conditions. You know, we may not, we really don't know how things are going to unfold. Sometimes we may think we know, but 
really, we don't know. We don't have control over everything, and we don't have control over other people. Um, so cultivating the conditions for... wise action for um, for other um, cultivating the conditions for results that may be beneficial for oneself for the other person and for everyone so perseverance um, meeting life how it is and let let life really show show or call the call the shots you know instead of me 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 calling the shots um, with perseverance one thing i have learned is that in cultivating the choice in cultivating the conditions I recognize that I have choice, that I have choice on how I cultivate those conditions, that I have choice on um, how I'm going to relate or what attitude to hold, how to practice. Um, we can also uh, see patients strengthening mindfulness when we're under insult. Insult. How we um, have, you know, we may have a pause, a moment of, a moment of choosing how I'm going to respond instead of reacting without regulating, you know, our emotions. And, gosh, this one was a great teaching this week for me. I was having this conversation with um, several colleagues, and um, it got hot. It got really hot. And I can sense my body tightening. I can, I, I, I could hear my voice like shaking, but shaking with, you know, like some kind of tension. And I can hear the tone of the other person raising, raising, you know, going louder. And in, in, in that moment, um, Choosing, choosing not to respond, you know, choosing not, not to match the same type of energy, but just staying there, present, quiet, and just looking, I, I put my head down, and I just take, took two or three breaths that I, you know, she was talking, and I was like, that was it. That was the action. That was, that, that was everything that was needed. Her tone of voice changed. My tone of voice changed after I spoke. 
and I protected. I protected myself and I protected by protecting myself, I protected her too. Of, you know, for me of, you know, causing, causing harm. Um, interestingly enough, after that interaction, after, you know, l- reflecting on the paramis, um, I had a conversation with this person today. And um, before going and, and, you know, meeting with her, I just, okay, I'm going to practice the paramis, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to practice what I teach. So um, it was getting warm, you know, and like I'm going to, Cultivate, cultivate effort here. And this person is, is a person like me. You know, it's a human being just like me. She gets impatience, impatient like I do. There's fear in me. There's fear in her too. And there's care. We want to do something good here. So I went to um, my meeting and and I just, and I listened and listened and listened and just really concentrated. That's another benefit of, of the paramis, that there's, there's kind of a development of, of concentration um, too. So anyway, as I was listening to her at, at a moment where I saw an opportunity of really saying something positive, something, something that, that will support also what she was saying. That's, a, that's great. That's, you, that's, exact, that's, that's exactly what we want. Yes, you got it. That's, yes, that's, that's what it is. And I felt such a relaxation in the body. It was like, yes. <laughs> The body relaxed. I, I, I felt even closer to this person. And I felt aligned. I felt aligned in integrity with how I want to treat others. Um, and also how I was preparing myself, how I treated myself. Because really, in the way that we treat ourselves, we will treat the world. You know, we may show up with, you know, with ourselves in so many different ways. We carry that outside and show up in that same way with other people and with the world. So, patience. Um, I like um, some of the uh, phrases uh, in the suttas uh, uh, when uh, patience is, is mentioned. I like this phrase, the supreme source of constancy in those established in restraint. 
a stream of water extinguishing the fire of anger. That's really how it felt at that moment today. It was like a refreshing moment. You know, like, ah. Um, patience dispel, dispels without residue anger. Um, so, um, going into the fire, going into the fire with the paramis. There are uh, other, let's see one more thing, and that may be it. Uh, there are other paramis and that I know Andrea will talk in probably in future weeks. Uh, but um, I just want to mention them so that I remember and maybe you take them with you. Uh, generosity, virtue or ethics, renunciation or letting go, wisdom, energy, patience, truthfulness, resolve, loving kindness, and equanimity. And I see sometimes that, you know, some, one parami fits, fix others. So, um, for example, um, I see today, in terms of practicing patience, that loving kindness was cultivated in me. I saw how the energy and wise effort um, supported patience. Um, I uh, realized, you know, how wisdom, how really see, you know, how things are, you know, the impermanence of that moment and knowing that, you know, that moment also will pass. You know, it's not going to be like that forever. It's just one thing, Brody, get over it. You know, it's like... (laughs) Um, So, an equanimity... Equanimity, the balance in the midst of things. So going into the fire with mindfulness and with the paramis, um, I think is is a great opportunity for practice and um, growth and. Um, Peace, 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 peace. So that's, that's all I have. Thank you so much for your attention. And if you have any uh, 
questions, comments, celebrations or protests? Uh, I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs>